Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast where you are looking to get more out of your life. And I'm pretty excited about having everybody today. Like always, um, we're going to do the chapter called Law of Increase by Raymond Hollywell. And the footnote at the top says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And in parentheses, he has law. Praise ye the Lord from Psalms in the Bible. And um, there's a little bit of connection here to gratitude. And this one is talking a little bit about praise. It's crazy how much this kind of thing comes up over and over again. But I think there's some new thoughts here, some a little different twist that I think is worth listening today. Um, He starts out saying, we've all heard the story about Aladdin and his magic lamp, how a poor boy comes upon the genie and he, he rubs the old lamp and, and, you know, a cloud appears and this genie comes and fills his wishes. We've always wanted something like that. And although we don't really believe in fairies and rubbing a magic lamp, Um, He says that understanding the law and using it to stimulate our good will bring about much pleasure and happiness that will seem like magic or miracles. Um, If any of you have had any experiences with some of the things that we've talked about on the podcast, oh, I would love to hear your stories um, so we could share them. Um, if you would be willing, I'd love to hear your stories because I do believe these things happen and it'd be fun to hear what happens for other people. He goes on to say that, um, this understanding or an act of praising God or what he says is the law, which I believe is God. And some people might believe the law, but he says it in very, um, Invariably, invariably, there's a fulfillment of that desire, and it's speeded up to almost magical proportion. He says that um, this this kind of attitude, the effect of praising God um, and having like almost magical things happen, I feel, you know, I believe in um, tender mercies of God. And I truly believe there are tender mercies. And when you do these things and you live your life in accordance to these laws, I believe that God works through law and he blesses your life in this way. Um, But he says that the effect or efforts that you give does not really influence God in any sense, but it does influence you. So we're not really changing what God does. God is a God of law. He operates by law. If we do certain things, then certain things will happen. And I believe that's true. So we have to, it, we're really changing ourselves. And I believe that we're changing ourselves so that we can become um, godlike and learn to live with God again someday. And so, you know, this is a matter of changing yourself. I've been listening to this thing called Epic Wives Experiment. And they've been talking a lot about, you know, wives who want to improve their marriages and stuff. And all of the experiments that they have in there are things that 
the wife does to change herself. And the first experiment is um, to put post-it notes of, ki of kind things on the mirror of the person that you're grateful for. And, and you're basically changing your mindset of yourself. So if you feel like maybe you ha are, it's so easy to get kind of into a negative funk of, of, of thinking negatively, looking at what you don't have instead of what you do have. And if you find that you're doing this at, at, at any situation, like I don't have the best teacher at school, I don't have, you know, the best family, I don't have the things, then it's just a matter of changing the way that you see things and the way that you think and talk to yourself. It's truly as simple as that. And it works magically, but it takes a lot of effort to do it. And I find myself always catching myself doing things that I shouldn't. And so that's why with this experiment, the idea is, hey, look for the good. Look for the things that you like and compliment those things. And so I think um, what I think this, where this is different from gratitude is gratitude is seeing the good in your life and recognizing it. Praise what this podcast is talking about is telling people, right? You're telling God, you're telling others. So you might think that you're grateful for your parents or you're grateful for people that do things for you in your life or your family or your husband or your spouse or your children, but do you actually tell them? You know, and that's the difference here. He compares, um, he says praise is complementary to faith and then he compares it to like a machine, like a car or something that really the machine runs on fuel. You can have a, a perfectly good working machine, but if you don't have the fuel in it, it won't go anywhere. And he says that's how praise is. Praise um, fuels your machine. So you have to give praise in order to fuel the machine. And when you do put praise in, it's a stimulant and it quickens everything and it magnetizes good to you. And so we're going to talk about praise and how to give it to God and to others. So he talks about um, someone who is praying to God and they were, God, please help me, please help me and crying and everything. And, you know, through tears and everything. And he says, he says, um, you want peace and joy, yet you pray to God with tears. If you want black, do you ask for white? If you ask for a fish, do you expect a serpent? If you ask for bread, do you expect a stone? You only get what you expect. For the unchanging law is ever working to supply you. And then he says prayer shouldn't be something where you're pleading and begging. And, you know, you're in a sad state. Oh, God, please help me. Help me, you know, to have this. Heavenly Father, help me have this. Come help this happen. Please bless me with this. He says it should be one of claiming, declaring, decreasing, praising, and a joyful thanksgiving. God, thank you. And, you know, um, well, God, thank you for all the things that I have. I'm thankful that I have this opportunity and these things coming into my life. And when you study self-help and stuff and some of the ideas here, and I don't know how far to go with this because I truly believe God's part of this, but they talk about, you know, thanking God for the things that you have, even maybe if you don't have it, but um, really believing 
you know, um, in here he talks about Thanksgiving, that we've kind of got it backwards. Like we're at Thanksgiving time, we thank God for the great year that we've had. But what we should really be doing is applying faith and being thankful for what's coming, you know, and, and really like starting to change our mindset in believing that good is coming to us. And it's really powerful. I feel like this has worked more for me financially than anything. I feel like I, I don't know, I caught into the law of abundance and, and I've just kind of gotten to where like, I just don't think of things as lack anymore. And I feel like I have more than I ever used to have. I don't feel rich or anything, but I feel like I have more than I used to have. And I really should have done this at the very first of the podcast. But remember, I talked about wanting to go out to dinner and buying dinner for somebody else. Well, I did it. And the first time I went out, I completely forgot about it. I mean, I wasn't in the habit. I forgot about it. And then I got home and realized, oh my gosh, I forgot to do that. So the next time I went out, I forgot again, but my husband had his wallet and I said, please, please, um, I'll pay you back, you know, from my portion of the money that the way that we do our money kind of separate a little bit. And I said, I'll pay you back. And, um, I started looking around and there was a perfect person that I felt at the restaurant, a, a mother with a daughter, like a mother and a sing. She seemed sing- a single mother because it was like during the holidays when you would be with family. And, um, I wasn't very, I was kind of, I wasn't as inconspicuous as I wanted to be because I think she figured out it was me because I didn't have the practice of how to do this well, but I did get dinner for them. I did pay for their bill and their um, thing and the mother seemed so appreciative and it was around the holiday time. So, you know, I've thought about that so much and it, I can't believe how much it lifted me to do that. So, you know, like like we've talked about before, like, you know, you, you give, you think, oh, I'll give when I get after I have it, then I'll give. But it's the opposite kind of thinking you give and then you get right. That's the kind of thing here with the praise. You praise God for all the things and praise people and everything for, um, all that you have. And then it's crazy how you get after that. So it's kind of an opposite kind of thinking, And it's really mind boggling. And I really, you just really need to give it a try. Why not? Why not give it a try? Why not praise God? Why not praise others? What is it going to hurt? If you've ever studied any, any kind of study about people and behavior and like with animals, you know, you want, if you want a dog to perform a trick or something, what you do is you teach them to do it. And as soon as they do it, you give them a treat, right? Then they learn that that behavior is what they want. And um, talking about um, praise, I mean, people just respond better to praise. Have you, I'm sure you've experienced someone who criticized your efforts when you were really trying to do, please them. I mean, have you ever been in that situation? I can't imagine that anybody hasn't been in that situation. It wouldn't be ideal if we... um, had never been in that situation. But I mean, I remember one time, for example, I mean, I 
was young and we were camping in a trailer and I had all the family's food on a platter and I was carrying it down the stairs and I slipped and fell and the food went everywhere and I thought, oh my gosh, my mom's going to freak out and yell and scream at me, but she didn't. And she just understood, you know, what I was going through. And I think too often we condemn and criticize other people's efforts. And you know how it feels, right? You're trying to do the right thing. You're trying to be helpful. And then people just criticize you. Um, How do you feel after that? Don't you feel like you just want to fold up within yourself? You feel like quitting. Um, You just feel like, forget it. Who cares? I don't even care anymore. I'm not even going to keep trying. Um, and then that experience, when someone criticizes you, it suppresses your interest and your zeal and your excitement, and you don't want to do better at all. Um, it's kind of that same idea. Okay. When someone praises you for your efforts, you feel like expanding, you want to please them all the more. You want to try harder to be more perfect. You get more interested in the idea because of the pleasure that you feel, right? And this is what I try to do as a teacher is to build the kids up around me. And we even know that plants, you know, and I talked about this before with the rice experiment, but even um, Hollywell says he's seen plants and flowers that are praised, praised, live longer and have more beauty, And he says that doctors tell us that the cells of our body respond to this better, this kind of praise. So there's a couple things to think about here. The first thing is, how are we treating the people around us? Do we praise the people around us? I mean, when you, and that's kind of the idea with this experiment that I have been listening to. When you praise people around you, then they want to respond with praise back, right? And he's saying the same thing works with God and with the law. And when you go in praising and believing and thanking, you know, verbally thanking, not just thinking it, not just feeling grateful, but actually saying it, then these things all come back to us. But he says if we're taking our thoughts and we have fear and we have criticism and we have complaint, then that freezes up our thoughts. It stops our machine from moving. There's no fuel in the machine and things don't happen. And I think, I truly think it's true. Like everything around you, look at, you know, when you get caught up in the negative, you just feel, you feel folded up in yourself. You feel heavy, you feel weighted down. But when you're light and happy and thinking of the positive, things are just better. And it's all about our attitude and the way that we think. Hollywell tells this story. It's kind of funny, but, you know, this book was written way long ago. It's kind of older. But this man is out driving, and he hears a clicking noise in in the back of his car. So he needs to get home. So he's talking to his car and praising it to get him home safely and everything. And that there won't be any delay or any problems. And he drove like 30 miles And he rolled right into the driveway safely. And then he stopped the car and got out. And then when he tried again to move the car the next time, he discovered that there was a broken axle on the car. Yet he got home safely. And it's interesting how these kind of things work. Honestly, there are some things that I think are tender mercies or unexplainable things that happen that truly happen. And I I believe God's behind it. 
but um, no matter what, you know, whatever you believe, you can believe that there's a law and that the law is acting on the things that we're feeding in our minds. So then Hollywell says, you know, praise changes our observation. So this man, he literally praised his car, right? How often, one thing, everybody has gifts and talents and things that they're good at and things that they're not good at. And one thing that people say that I'm good at is praising with actual words. People say that I'm good, good at that. Now, in my mind, I can improve a lot, right? I need to be more grateful and more th- praise in my mind. And with um, sometimes certain people, I, I, I'm not as good at it. Um, the people that I'm around all the time, I need to be better at that. He says praise changes our observation and our whole outlook on life. Um, he says in the past, we were in the habit of seeking our weaknesses and failings as well as the shortcomings of others. But now we see differently. We look for the accomplishments. Look for the good that you're doing in your life. Look for the good, the beauty that's worthy of our praise. Praise yourself, right? Are you praising yourself? Are you saying, hey, look at all the good things that I'm doing? Or are you always down on yourself about the things that you're not doing? So, I mean, there's so much to this praise thing. Do you actually, you know, I think I said earlier on the podcast, positive affirmations. And do you actually say them out loud? I am good at helping others or I'm good at my job, or I'm a really good mom, or I'm a really good student, or I'm a good friend. Do you actually say that to yourself? Um, And so, you know, anything that you read about this, positive affirmations, you can affirm yourself. And he says that it starts to enrich yourself, and then you suddenly are radiating praise and joy and courage and happiness to everybody around you. And it affects your inner self. So that your memory begins to retain all the praiseworthy thoughts. So you can see that there's a, a link here to the gratitude. But um, so not only should you be gratitude grateful in your mind, but you start saying it to God, to others around you. And then he also says that praise with the heart is more effective than with your head. You know, you can't just think it. And you can't just want it. You have to believe it. You know, you have to really believe it. And so don't praise, you know, you have to be genuine in the things that you say. So if you don't really believe it, then find something that you do believe if you're going to praise. So, I mean, just this last week, I had three parents, um, well, two parents and one student praise us for what we'd done this week at school. And I mean, I can't believe how effective that is. I mean, I just wanted to like, wow, you guys are the most awesome people ever. And we have 50 kids and I had three of them. And we, you know, had a big party and it was our reward party and the kids had to work to get there. And three people were so grateful. And I just think, wow, you know, and what that did to me, it just changed me. And so, you know, look for ways that you can actually say things and maybe you're you're not good at expressing yourself so put a post-it note out or text someone you know write a little note find ways to praise people and not just think it actually say it and it makes a difference 
He says, when one can sing praises in the face of adversity, the adversity will disappear. So when things are hard and you're praising. Okay, so I, got, I had a little um, interruption, but he says, so if you can praise in the face of adversity or when something's hard, praise, praise God, <laughs> praise the adversity. Like uh, often the things that are hard for us is how, is how we grow, right? So be grateful for that, right? And then he says that the adversity will soon disappear. And, he's, and Hollywell says, that's not a promise, it's the law. And why I like all this so much is because I believe so much in God, and I believe that God works through laws. And so he says, learn to render praise and to be thankful for the good at hand. And this attitude of mind not only brings forth our desires, but it generates our confidence, strengthens our faith, and builds an assurance for the things to come. So start looking at what you have, what's coming. You're so grateful for these opportunities. And, and again, like I said, why not try it? For what reason is there? Do you, is there any good reason for being negative, for thinking negative, for saying negative things to people? Does it do anything for them? Um, and he says, it's that degree of faith that determines what we shall be capable of receiving. And then he, he references um, Jesus Christ. And he says, what in the Bible it says, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. And then he talks about Lazarus. And Lazarus is who he raised from the dead. And he said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And then after that, he raised Lazarus from the dead. So it's kind of that opposite, you know, thinking. Be grateful for the very smallest of things and the very most will come to you. He tells a, a story about a woman who was a widow and she asked God, that she could keep her home and she didn't have a lot and it was mortgaged and she was going to lose her home and the payments were long past due. She owed so much on it. And, and so she was asking that she could keep her home. She went home and shortly after that scene, things seemed to just start going against her. A leak broke out in a water pipe and she was forced to call a plumber to repair it. And then how is she going to even play the, play the plumber, pl pay the plumber. Only God would know. When the plumber tore up some floorboards to repair the leak, he uncovered a can of money that her husband had hidden away, and the amount was more than enough to the pay the mortgage and the plumber. So it's crazy, but, and he, you know, he says, the, this is a true story. And it's crazy that things like that happen, like just out of the blue, I wish somebody would share with me anything that has happened with them because these things happen and um, out of the blue, you know, things happen and, they're, and I believe they're called tender mercies. It's a good journal idea. Write down all the things that happen um, and they do happen to me. You know, they happen to me. The good things happen to me. I told you about, I told you about the light in the shower. I mean, these things happen. You just have to believe he says, the law cannot fail us when we do not fail it. Praise is faith in action. 
And then he ends saying, hey, what, you don't think you have a lot? Well, Jesus didn't have a lot. He had 5,000 hungry souls to feed, and he only had five loaves of bread and a few fish, yet he did something with it. He started the action by praising what he had, and he started passing it out, and you know the story. Jesus fed all 5,000 with the five loaves. And he said that what he did, we could do, and there's no exceptions to that. How can it be done? Build upon what you have. Don't look at what you don't have. Look at what you do and start praising it verbally with action. And the law will give increase. So I think there's a lot to think about here. I hope that you've liked this podcast. Um, To be honest, if the podcast is only, I know people are listening because I get responses back and I, my the feed that runs the podcast for me shows me how many people are listening. So I know people are listening. I have several friends that say, I have a, a friend that um, she listens all the time. She's such a good, positive, fun person. And I asked her to fix my necklace for me. And um, she's so handy at, at jewelry. And one of my favorite necklaces from Dubai broke. And so I asked her to fix it for me. And she, and she said, oh yeah, I'll fix it. And she, she was ready to give it back to me. And I said, well, let me pay you. Let me get you something. Let me Venmo you some money. And she's like, oh heavens, no, your podcast is enough payment. So I know people are listening and I appreciate it so much. But in the end, I feel like it's for me because every time I talk it out like this through the podcast, I'm sitting in the room all by myself. I talk it out.